0: (laughs) Don't you just love that, folks? That buzzy, busy bee. I love it. The Flight of the Bumblebee. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that. Maybe all of you out there in Radio Land are familiar with that. Uh, This is uh, time for Business Buzz, and that's why we chose the Flight of the Bumblebee. You can't get any buzzier, busier than that. The live talk show is now inviting local businessmen and women to promote their businesses on the radio weekday afternoons at 3 and now the founder and director of Chico Business Network Association, CBNA, your host, Mr. Douglas Broughton, which happens to be me. So, folks, we have a good show for you today. In fact, I have convinced the director, the manager of this station to sit in with me today. Uh, I'll have to pull him away from uh, what he's doing in the other room. But for the first 10 minutes, we're going to talk about uh, a few other items on the agenda. And uh, those items happen to be... One, the CBNA that I founded two and a half years ago, which is comprised of businessmen, and it's evolved. That's one thing I believe about evolution: it can work as far as the business world. It doesn't work in <laughs> in the science world at all. Uh, but I won't get into that one. Uh, we will one day. We'll have a program just dedicated to that one of these days. I'll let you know when it's going to be, so you can tune in here at three o'clock in the afternoon. At uh, 104.5 on the FM dial. It's 930 if you're listening to AM. And you could tell your friends, uh, tell your loved ones, there is good content in the things we say on this station. You will not hear any vulgarity. You will not hear any bad words. We call this life radio. Our whole intent and purpose is to hold forth the true, most important issues of life, and that is God and family and good friends, and and uh, good morals, good ethics, good values. You will hear that on this station. So if you don't like that, you're listening to the wrong station. <laughs> we have really good family values here, and we want to extend that to you listeners out there. We cover every, every part of the country up uh, Quincy, Red Bluff, Corning, Orland, Willows, Williams, over to Clear Lake, and down to Winters, And over into the Rockland area, we cover Lincoln, Yuba City, Olivehurst, Live Oak, Gridley. And we reach up into Nevada City and Grass Valley. So if you're in any of those areas listening to us, I'd appreciate you uh, getting in touch with us. Let us know. I'll give you the number here in a little while. But, again, this is Business Buzz. We invite people in the community in Northern California, in any of those areas that want to come in here, downtown Chico. And uh, we're located... Right across from In Motion Fitness, which is kind of a landmark around here. There must be thousands of people enrolled over there. That parking lot's always full. It's like a small city. And um, we're live on the air at this moment. This is not pre-recorded. This is live. So you're listening to me talking right now as I speak. My name is Douglas, and we have uh, some things lined up for you today with Andrew Palmquest, who's in the next room. Uh, manning the uh, the main computers. He's got computers all around him, and he's busy as a bee, <laughs> if you'll pardon the play on words. He is extremely busy. He wears about three or four or five hats. I won't tell you any more about him. I'll let him say some things himself. He's quite modest, so I'll have to pull things out of him like they say on the farm, like pulling hen's teeth. Uh, he is definitely a class act. Young man in his 30s, has six children, and believe me, I don't know how he juggles everything and makes everything come out just like it's supposed to come out. And he treats people with great respect, great regard. He uh, he can write papers like an attorney. I've seen some of his writings to uh, with the FCC and some of the things he's made happen. And uh, he he needs someone to write to be a shadow writer and write a book about him at his young age. I guess. You know, there are some people in their 30s that have done some astounding things like uh, uh, Alexander the Great, for instance. Some of the greatest uh, names in world history were in their 30s. And the greatest name of all time in his 30s who began his ministry at 30 and his ministry was ended at 33. And I think you know who I'm talking about. And if you look on our calendar, it says 2017. And that's how long ago... This man lived on this earth, walked this earth, in in uh, in the form of a man, with God dwelling inside him, and uh, the name means God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. None other than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and that's who we hold up more highly than anyone on this earth. He wasn't just a mere man. He wasn't just a good teacher. He wasn't a philosopher. He wasn't uh, he wasn't some pseudo hippie. Men have tried to make him everything but what he was and what he is today. He is living today, and he is my Lord and Savior, and I trust that uh, many of you out there, or listening audience, can say the same. Uh, for sure, uh, whether you can or not, you reap the benefits and the blessings. It says in the Bible that the Lord makes it to rain upon the just and the unjust, and that's meant in a beautiful way. That quote out of the New Testament means that The Lord makes it to rain on the just in the end because the rain he's talking about is a sign of keeping the grass green, the air clean, uh, keeping things growing so that we will have food to eat. I read a bumper sticker the other day. It says no rain, no farmers, no food. And I thought, wow, you can't say it any more clearly than that. No rain, no farmers, no food. Uh, So we're all to give thanks for the food I saw another bumper said, "Don't curse the father." Don't pardon me. Do not curse the farmer with food in your mouth. And I thought, you know, where that came from is sometimes the farm equipment, which has priority on the highways. The farm equipment rolling down the road, especially if you're on a country road or on a back road, whatever, they have the right of way. They have the right of way on I-5 freeway. If they want to pull their their combine or their harvester or whatever, they're pulling big wide. These big, wide machines that they pull behind their tractors, if they want to pull them down the freeway, they have the right-of-way. They try to be courteous and so forth, but uh, they do have the right-of-way. And we need to show them respect and not get all disgruntled and say, "Well, we're in a hurry, get out of my way, da 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 Well, we're all in a hurry, it seems like, in this hurry, busy, busy world. Uh, we're too much in a hurry to enjoy the fine things we've been given. So we need to be thankful, and that's what we try to do is... Uh, is Put that forth out there to the people. I mean, it's hard to be thankful when it's 112. It's hard to be thankful when when the door is closed on your finger, when the car door is closed. It's hard to be thankful. But but we can be thankful that uh, worse things didn't happen. You always have to look, at it. look on the lighter side. Try to say a comforting word to somebody out there. Try to be an encouragement. Uh, nobody likes to be around a complainer, a grumbler, saying, oh, it's too hot, it's too this, it's too that you know uh, be respectful when aged people are out there don't say look at him he's too slow he needs to get off the road da, 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 da. you know be slow down be a little courteous be a little more kind be a little more giving and forgiving after all it's all about caring it's all about relationships it's all about uh, forgiveness we need to forgive one another in fact in the lord's prayer it says forgive you know uh, give us our for, forgive us as we forgive others you know forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others their trespasses oh you think about it real hard and you think uh oh I'm in trouble here too many people I don't forgive and I should be more forgiving but I tell you that guy did this or did that and I'll, I'll never I I might you know do this and that but I'll never forget I'll never forget well God forgets I don't know how in the world that works because how can God forget God can do whatever he wants to do he's God He holds this earth out here that we're on, and he holds it in place. And I heard some scientists say if we were one degree closer to the sun or one degree further from the sun, we'd either freeze to death or we'd be all crispy critters, and uh, we'd burn up. So we have a lot to be thankful for, and we're not in control. We all want to be in control. It's a good thing we're not, but we have one in control that we need to be thankful to, and that is the creator who created us in his image and it doesn't just mean physical, because it says in the Bible that God looks on the heart, but man, in fact, in the King James, it says God looketh upon the heart, but man looks on the outward appearance. You know, and that's the way it is. We need to be more like Him and look on the inward part. I have before me here the manager, and uh, not the founder. He's not that old, but uh, I, I, he knows who the founder was, and he knows a lot about this station. He's been with this station for 11 years, folks and he knows a lot so I'm gonna invite him here that's why I've held off and and telling you anything about him but today I'm gonna be the mediator I'm gonna be the question and answer uh, he's gonna be the answer man I'm gonna be the question man I'm just gonna basically moderate this meeting uh, Andrew would you say hi to the people out there and tell them a little about yourself
1: Good afternoon, Douglas. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Contact. Here we go. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I-, I wanted to talk to you mostly, Douglas. First of all, I want to thank you for inviting me onto this fine show, Business Buzz. I don't know where that name came from, but it's quite a name.
0: Yep. It- it's appropriate. It- it- and
1: boy, is there a business buzz in Washington, D.C.
0: You bet. Tell us about it.
1: So, well, I'd like to say, first of all, if you're not aware, you know, there's a lot of people maybe radio has been around for 100 years and, and you didn't really know how it got started or why why does radio waves exist or what is it? You know, we have the internet. And people sometimes, they, they I guess, take radio for granted. Um, but radio is actually mandated, policed, structured by the federal government. So in some ways that's good, in some ways that's bad. There was a lot of deregulation that happened under Ronald Reagan, which allowed four programs like Rush Limbaugh to exist and thrive you know before that there was something called the fairness doctrine i'm not sure if you're familiar with that rule Douglas. tell
0: us us about that yeah
1: equal time for equal parties so if there was one position taken um then they'd have the radio station would have to facilitate if not having somebody on the exact opposite time at least making that time available so the uh the fact that we have to live by the rules that are set by the federal government It can be a burden for radio stations. But the current climate in Washington, D.C., as we've seen with our new president, which I'm not really sure this this show doesn't really take a political stance, but I think there's some, I would say there's some uh, positive feelings and some energy coming from Washington, D.C. that we feel like there might be a change, especially for radio stations, as we're seeing, uh, for one thing, they've been closing field offices for the FCC. Which I, what does that mean to you, Douglas? What well, it, you that's,
0: know. Uh, you know, that's a concern to me, but uh, tell it. Well, me they
1: close, closing field offices, well, it, it can be a concern for some stations if you're operating on the fringe because it, basically it's telling them um, they're not going to be as heavily policed. So they're taking resources that were spent to have offices for federal agents to go around to listen to the radio and police certain stations that were a little too loud or police a station if they're, maybe they're 5 or 10% over their power. And now they've shut down those offices. Uh, in a lot of ways, those regulations are now happening online, um, which is good and bad. But in, in, in our sense, in our field of, of influence, we see it as a positive because it means less regulation. And then rules like Donald Trump coming into office and saying, for every new law, they're going to get rid of two that are on the books. So what does that mean for radio stations? When they they want to put a new law through, they're going to get rid of two requirements similar to the Fairness Doctrine, which they still exist, that are limiting radio stations and how far we can reach. Um, You you might understand this concept of first come, first serve. And that was basically the government's view on radio frequencies when they were first enacted. So the earliest stations, the very earliest 50 stations, were given a Class A, especially with the AM stations, they were given a Class A designation, which meant they got to have a clear channel and be the full power 50 kilowatt stations in the market. So I, I'm sure you can imagine how hard that is for us being kind of late. Where you know our class classification for KKXX, which you're listening right now, is a Class D. So how many letters is A from D? So we're at the bottom of the government's list as far as who gets the pecking order and who gets the most radio energy and who gets to be the loudest and, and who are they going to police more is the little guy that's causing interference to Sacramento's flamethrower.
0: Wow. That's, uh, that's kind of scary. You know, they don't, so they don't go by the content you have. On the station, they don't go by the uh, years you've been around. Like 50 years will be how long this station's been around next 50 year. years, and we were
1: still late to the meeting. we still got Class D, and there's Class, not that we want Class A. I mean, there, a lot of the Class A stations have big, big bills from PG&E. And probably more
0: strict regulations, I'm assuming. Is
1: not that- as much. I mean, they did in the past, but everything has been decentralized. A lot of those Class A stations are just re- repeats of satellite programming. Hmm. So sure. a lot of the same talk shows, a lot of the same music, whereas the Class D, the small rural stations, we actually broadcast this show right now and similar content, which is local community content that's relevant for the Chico, Paradise, Oroville, Gridley areas all the way to Red Bluff. And and, and I think that's really a strong point for local radio because we, we still have relevance Whereas if you want to listen to a Class A station, you can just plug in Pandora.
0: Don't go away, folks. We've got a little sound here telling us we're going to have a couple commercials. So don't touch that dial, as they used to say in Radio Land. We'll be right back with Andrew. Rick Box, founder of Integrity Resource Center, with today's Integrity Moment. Months ago at 1:30 a.m., we received the call. My wife Kathy was told that our son Jeremy was in the emergency room because the group home he lived in had caught fire. Fortunately, Jeremy was not harmed physically, but Jeremy suddenly had no place to live and no belongings. This forced Kathy, Jeremy and I to adjust. Fortunately, we had enough room and margin to adjust. In the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25, Jesus taught the importance of being prepared when he said, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Sometimes in business, unexpected situations arise that can disrupt our schedule. If we have financial margin and some margin in our schedule, the disruptions are much easier to handle. To order Rick's new book, Unconventional Business, visit IntegrityResource.org. That's IntegrityResource.org.
1: Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, and I want to personally invite you to join me on this station every Monday through Friday for Enjoying Everyday Life. You know, life's journey is challenging for all of us. And on my program, I'm going to share with you practical truths from God's Word that are going to help you live the life that God intends for you to have. Let me encourage you that Jesus came so that you can know peace and truly enjoy your everyday life. Weekdays at 1015 here on KKXX.
0: Here we are back, folks, on 104.5 FM, KKXX Radio. We're live here in downtown Chico. Here's Andrew Palmquest. We were talking about uh, the regulations, about the classifications and such with the radio stations, which have to do more with the FCC and, and with the law and uh, things that Andrew's quite familiar with. Would you uh, fill us in on... Uh, where that puts us, as far as uh, you say, we're we're uh, from A, we're down to the D level.
1: Yeah, that's know? as far as it goes. Yeah, for the so uh, so <laughs> we're
0: hanging on by our, our uh, by nails and our teeth, as the saying goes. Hoping- Not that
1: it's bad. You know, it's always good to be the underdog, in my opinion. Okay,
0: well, tell us why that is. Why you think? I mean, I want to hear the first.
1: It. I mean, well, it's a principle in business, but the first thing is, uh, there's nowhere to look but up. That's so how, that's how can you, if you're the <laughs> underdog and everybody else is spend, spending two-thirds of their budget to pay a pg and bill they can't afford, right. we happen to be the smaller station in the market, and you know what? We're not required to pay PG&E two-thirds of our income like some radio stations do. Well,
0: that's true. That's and
1: true. There's actually an upcoming announcement, which isn't official yet, but much of our operations may one day be powered by solar. Which Good, good luck doing that with a 50-kilowatt station
0: yeah that's a good now you're bringing up some good points one of the things too that's beneficial to you people out there in the business world uh, we uh, we don't promote our commercial aspect much although we have commercials on this station we are not a nonprofit although we kind of act like we're a nonprofit we operate on a really low budget we try to keep things bare bones there needs to be about three more people around here as far as employees but but andrew has kept it real tight real conservative we are very conservative not in our budget not just in our uh, politics politics yeah but in our budget and, and what that does for those in the business world is if you want to get the most as they say in the construction world in sacramento the biggest bang for your buck as far as the uh, advertising you can definitely do that here the advertising out there on your average radio stations that are local is 18 to $24 per 30-second spot. And that's to
1: get on radio. Yeah. And you're looking at three, probably $3,000 or more a month to get on TV.
0: Yeah. And with us, you're looking at $10 a 30-second spot, and we reach the same areas, and we also reach the demographics of the people we reach as average age 40, 45 years old on up to about 75 or 80 as a strong point of the age we re- These are the founders, the grassroots people of the local area here in northern california
1: and there are people that care yeah. that's what i think
0: yeah people that still have uh, the basic fundamental all-american family values they're the ones that listen to a conservative station like this and we are mostly talk this station doesn't play music except uh i think the only music they play are the in the commercials
1: mm, pretty much pretty much so would, uh, I, I wouldn't see i mean we've tried we've experimented with different shows here and there and you know dave ramsey will play some music on his commercial breaks a little bit but I don't really see necessarily the validity or the point of having music um, when you can get music anywhere. Well,
0: music has its place, but this uh, station has chosen to go particularly strong. We,
1: we have a unique offering.
0: Right, unusual, very unusual. We're We're more for the serious players, the serious thinkers, the serious business people that really want to be well-informed. Because there's power, there's much, much power and knowledge and information given out here. And I
1: think uh, I've always felt like KKXX was a good place to start to grow a business. You know, some of the other media outlets, let's just say that it's a, a pat on the back when you've run the race and you finished first. You know, when you're the big contractor, you're the big air conditioning company in town, and you say, I want to spend three grand a month, man, I just want to pat myself on the back, tell all my employees that they're working for the biggest company in town. And we're going to take out a few TV ads. Then you take out a, t- a TV ad on the evening news, and you can pat yourself on the back. You might not really get a phone call, but you know people talk about you, and you can kind of feel good. but what're we're, we're more for the like people in our situation that are nimble, that we know how to stretch a penny, and we know how to work with economics and basically the, re- the reality of business, not just the fancy, flashy the big companies that have money to spend and they can just drop money like it's a corporate, a corporate budget and they have thousands and thousands to spend like in Sacramento. Well, But we can, we can help you start a business. We can start from the ground floor. We can work with your first $10. And if somebody came in here and handed, handed Douglas $10 for one spot, we'd give them one spot.
0: Yeah, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. And let me interject this here, Andrew. I want to say some things about that mentality. There was a business started here in 19, pardon me, 1873 right downtown catacornered from the Presbyterian Church I think you know who I'm talking about Colliers hardware same wooden floor they had back then if you wanted one one nail or one screw or one item just one little item you could go there and buy it then today a hundred and some years later you can still go buy you don't have to buy the whole box mm. or three boxes in a contained package like like they do which is intimidating if you go to some of these other stores, like Home Depot or Osh or Lowe's, sure. or you know, and I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying the mentality of they don't care if you need just one or two. And that's they,
1: uncommon. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not right. So
1: because a lot of people pay with credit cards, and most places have a minimum that they have to pay for their merchant services account.
0: So we still have that. Uh, take care of the people that uh, that really are trying to be conservative, that are trying to make their dollars go the furthest and And think, put yourself in their place, like it says in the in the New Testament uh, from a quote from our Lord and Savior it says, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you now if you Andrew came to me and you only needed two or three uh, nails and I sold you yeah go ahead he he's he's got a call, he'll be right back, but I'm going to fill in for him here if if he only you know needed two or three nails or and I sold him a whole keg of nails because I said, well, they only come this way, you know. He's my friend. How long do you think he'd be my friend? Well, I want to treat everyone out there through this radio station like all of you listening are my friend. I want to help you. And I say that in reality. We've got a caller calling in now, and I think he's on the line. Are you there? Yes. Good. <laughs> a familiar is, is Harold sound. Little John. Harold Littlejohn. Been my CPA for 15 years. Yes, All, Harold. The, way,
2: all the way from Mangrove Avenue.
0: <laughs> from Mangrove Avenue. Downtown Chico. Uh, Yes. Beautiful
2: downtown Burbank. (laughs)
0: You're funny. Don't don't throw in Burbank or we might have some listeners down there that want to move up here. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, listen, with that out of the way, with with the humorous side, let's get to the reality here, because this is a reality show. We're dealing with facts, folks, not fiction. We're we're conservative. We're not uh, we're not on the wrong side. But what we want to say is you were listening to the program, I'm assuming, is why you called in.
1: Yeah, and I I actually have a specific question for Andrew related to those things. I'll do the best I can, Harold.
2: You know, speaking of the Class A, one thing that's bothered me a lot is if I tune out a lot of the AM radio because it's all pretty much these national shows like Rush and Hannity, you know, being canned and rebroadcast. But my question for a radio person is why is it that seems like 90 percent of the advertising for some of these shows like coast to coast or george Norrie or something is like government funded blm ads um you know safety on the water ads um you know turn in your neighbor for something ads
1: yeah Can you
2: explain why it seems like the sponsors of these shows is the government and to me that sort of tarnishes their impartiality
1: well i uh, before I answer, I want to ask you, do you did you have a gut response or what you would guess it might be?
2: I'm guessing that the government is happy to have these guys be their uh, controlled opposition, perhaps, and they just love them.
1: I think there are some situations where they actually do pay for commercials, but most of the time, if you hear um, a message like that, it's it's an unpaid public service announcement.
2: I see. So they're filling in time that they just didn't sell.
1: Pretty much. That's how it works. And and you'll even see that on, t- on TV and cable channels sometimes at night. Well, they're, they're kind of repeat the same style PSA two or three times and then go back into the news.
2: You know, here I go again. My conspiracy theory mind got all worked up.
1: <laughs> nothing yeah, wrong.
0: Nothing wrong about that. It's always a it's always important to look at all the angles.
1: But you'll have groups like USAA or some government agencies that actually do pay for spots occasionally.
2: Right. Yeah, I always wondered why it just seems like there's all these government commercials, but that sort of makes sense. So so is it true that some of these shows, like on a local station, I won't mention any call letters, they're not filling up all the advertising spots? Is that
1: true? It has to be true, yeah. Wow. That, you know, we have something that's called a, available time, and... You don't always fill it up 100%. Oh, I didn't
2: know know all that.
0: Wow, time is just flying by, folks. Uh, Stay on the line, Harold, because uh, we're going to take a short break and uh, listen to a couple of commercials. Like I say, our commercials here are unbelievably underpriced.
1: your local farmer's insurance agent. Mutations,
2: a challenge for evolution. This is Ken Ham inviting you to visit our full-size ARC attraction south of Cincinnati. This week we've seen how genetics confirms the Bible's history. Humans, for example, haven't been on the planet for hundreds of thousands of years as evolutionists believe. We're all descended from Adam and Eve just a few thousand years ago. But what about the animals? Well, Scientists have measured the mutation rate for several species in the animal kingdom they found there aren't enough mutations to account for even tens of thousands of years of history. Mutations just don't support evolutionary ideas about the past, but it is the rate predicted based on the history provided in God's Word. Creationists can make accurate predictions because we start with the right history.
1: Discover more about the truth of God's Word at AnswersRadio.com. You'll be equipped and encouraged to trust the Bible from the very beginning when you go to AnswersRadio.com. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star
0: and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Okay, folks, this is Douglas. Here we are back on Business Buzz. One or two. Uh... It's
1: a hot Friday out there, Douglas.
0: <laughs> it is a hot Friday. Are you still with us, Harold? Yeah, I'm here. Good, good. I'm going to uh, get you and Andrew. Andrew's going to be here for about another 10 or 12 minutes. So I want to get some dialogue going between the two of you because you're uh, you're the ones in the world that are the real high-tech people. I do okay at shoot from the hip and improv and all that. And I guess there's a need for guys like me, but um, I want to hear some technical things from you and from Andrew on what's going on out there, how we're being affected by the economy, by the pressure from other entities such as the big, big world of uh, the the uh, national pressure from other countries uh, to to control and regulate. They're coming over here and they're, they're like our water, for instance, is... Who knows who owns the, the the Chico Waters? Owned by San Jose. How does that work? Really, they shouldn't be. On, and and it's like the L.A. Oroville. Water, yeah. yeah, Oroville. Uh, you know they produce how much, Andrew?
1: How a much? third. One one third of the water for L.A.
0: One third of the water for L.A. is coming out of Oroville, wow. and they're working there uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right now, they've got crews from all over the United States pouring a lot of man hours. So because of that. They've also opened some of the restaurants down there that used to close at 11 or 12 at night. Now they're staying open 24-7 because of the demand and because they don't want to miss out on the money because these people are working around the clock.
1: And these guys have money to spend. They
0: were making money.
1: But I I was curious to ask Harold. um, I was watching President Trump's speech last night in Iowa, and he said something that he had, since uh, being elected, he's created $3 trillion in income for the stock market. Is that an accurate number, or where does that money come from? You know,
2: uh, I believe what he what he must mean is the they call it the market cap. If you take the total number, like for instance, you say Apple. Let's say there's a um, there's a million shares, and they're a thousand dollars a share. If you had a company like that, then that would be a thousand million. So the market cap would be one billion. I believe what he would be saying is that the entire market cap of the U.S. stock market prior to his election was $3 trillion less than it is now.
1: So this uh, is money that was sitting on the sidelines?
2: It, it, it has to be. It's, it's money sitting on the sidelines. Uh, a lot of the big investment places like Fidelity and these guys who run these giant mutual funds, sometimes they sit with uh, 10, 20, I don't know how many percent cash, and then when they see opportunities they enter the market into the stocks and out of the cash. In my opinion, though, part of our problem is our government is secretly investing in things and sort of pumping up various markets with stealth uh, money. And in my opinion, that's the biggest problem we have.
0: Explain what stealth money is.
2: Well, what Uh, it is is that uh, when we had the big crash of 08 and 09. They came out in like 2010 or so with what they called QE1, which was quantitative easing. It's a technical jargon that sounds too complicated for people to understand. What it really meant in the real world was that the Federal Reserve would essentially print money and buy U.S. government debt that nobody else would buy. And that is how they've maintained these super low interest rates for going on ten years now, now the problem is they claim to have ended the QE three or two or three years ago, but the reports that I get and the people that I listen to, and these aren't mainstream media. You won't see this on CNN. They're basically saying that the QE has been hidden now, and it's like through other countries, or it's just not talked about. One guy claims that they're still probably buying close to a trillion dollars a month of this giant debt because no one else is really buying it. I mean, do you really think a lot of people are going to buy a 30-year bond to earn 3% interest?
0: Not I wouldn't the do that. No, no, that doesn't sound feasible yeah. to me. No. But,
2: but I do say that Trump is probably stating that, yes, the market cap of the U.S. stock market is higher. My question is, who's really buying this? I believe it's foreign sovereigns, like China, Russia, Russia, U.K., whoever's buying. And I'm not sure it's Main Street that has a lot of extra money right now buying trillions of dollars worth of stock.
1: Do you think that's an unknown side effect of Brexit or some other turmoil in other countries where people are seeing America as a safe haven?
2: Yeah, well, yes. Part of it is is that the, even though I always look at the dollar and the U.S. Treasury bonds as the lesser of the evils, it's still a risky proposition, but compared to a European bond or a South American bond or a Mexico bond, Canada bond, uh, it's still the safest bet in the world, so people use them. One interesting thing I wanted to tell you, my son is a Ph.D. economics uh, student in grad school, and I help him, you know, I bounce, he bounces some things off of me. I mean, he's way ahead of me in, that, in all the math and everything. He bounces some things off me. And one of his uh, models, one of his programs that he's reading this paper, and I'm helping him try to understand some things, in the program it says the United States Treasury bond is a riskless asset. And so I mentioned to him, I said, you know, who are these guys kidding? There's risk in every asset. And he said, no, they don't mean that it's riskless. They mean that in the models that the economists use, they use the united states treasury bond as the fallback verbal example in a story or in a problem as the riskless asset you would buy so i mean what it is is that we have a we have a sh- you know just the fact that this whole word deep state has come out into the news which i credit trump with being able to do that do are we really feeling okay with the fact that Things are coming out saying that our government is being run by a shadow government, deep state, and we're okay with that. Wow. Uh, you know, that, that's my feeling. But no, I, I believe that I don't believe Main Street and the average guy is investing a lot of money into stock market right now. Somebody is, but I'm not sure who it is.
0: I'm inclined to be with you, Harold. I think it's foreign. There's a lot of foreign because if the more they invest in in, in the United States. And what's going on over here, the more attention they can receive from our government, the more power they have, the more influence they have and they're really buying influence by doing this and, and they're, they're
2: also buying the like you were saying about the water the foreign foreign companies are buying our natural resources
0: I know that's pathetic. they're buying mines well, uh,
2: and all that stuff so uh, no, yeah uh, it's uh, I really do feel it overall my general feeling is that they this thing to where everybody thinks the economy is doing well because the stock market's higher, but it's almost sort of like a, you know, magician where you, you know, you look over here while I do this over here. Well, That's kind of how
0: I feel. Let me interject something here. Years ago, I was working on the highways up in Northern California, and uh, some people up there that were doing cogeneration plants back when they did the breakup of pg and and different companies were allowed to get in the in the mix, as far as owning a piece right, of right, like
2: to compete a little right, bit, right
0: to compete. Right. That was back when uh, PG&E doubled their their uh, PG&E rates. They actually doubled their rates just in one month. Boom, and wow. and uh, so some of the big wheels that were attorneys and and assemblymen and and uh, people in the uh, Capitol building got pretty upset about this whole thing and said, wait a minute, here's unbridled power. In fact, they call pg e the headless monster. There's nobody knows who is at the top of pg and You'll never find that out, which is, that alone is pretty scary. They don't even have a figurehead up there. If they were smart, they'd have somebody to say, oh, this guy owns it, but they don't, or this entity owns it, but they don't. They they remain anonymous, which is a scary enough thing in itself. Well, back to what I was going to say, I found out from these this company who was contractors for big cogeneration plants in Northern California and even up in Montana, they said they just finished one up there and this is back in the eighties. They said France just purchased all the water rights for all the state of Montana and it was an under the table deal and there were a few people that, I mean the, the news leaked out, but it was shut up very quickly. And to this day, far as I know, France still owns the water rights for Montana. Now, who in the world sells these? There's got to be some corruption going on, folks, to to, to allow a foreign country to buy the water rights (laughs) under the name of another. And another one is waste management. Waste management's owned out of Chicago. When you pay your waste management bill, it goes to Arizona, to Phoenix, Arizona. Did you know that Phoenix, Arizona is where everybody pays the money, goes there. It doesn't go here. I was down here paying a parking ticket one day in uh, the local uh, municipal, where you pay it, you know, at the clerk's office, and uh, there was a big sign there, a standing, a freestanding sign right there, it says, "Keep your money in Chico." And I looked at it, and on the stub it said uh, the, that my money to pay that parking ticket here Sending the
2: it to San Jose, right? It's
0: San Jose, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I said, listen up, if you either take this sign down here, keep your money local, or else get." I said this is total hypocrisy. It's it, it's, to, it's insanity.
2: We I, know a lot of computer guys who would love to have the job of processing all those payments
0: <laughs> right here yeah. at Chico. I mean, are we incapable of handling the money for the parking meters in Chico? We you know, must
2: that's kind, of, that's kind of like if you buy Nestle drinking water? Sure. That's a Swiss company and I've heard that the big water, I think it's Arrowhead or something, right? All that bottled water is being Sucked out of the ground, you know, because when we had the drought, we had all these problems with California's needs to Mm -hmm. save its water. Mm -hmm. Right. What I understand is this arrowhead water is on one of these Indian reservations, and I'm not saying they aren't Indian reservations, but it's like casinos. The the casinos trade for other property and say, oh, this is now Indian land. They're Uh, not necessarily on Indian land. But anyway, this arrowhead water, I believe, and I can't, don't quote me, but I've heard that this whole water is just being completely sucked out of the ground on an Indian reservation because it avoids the California law, just like the smoking in the casinos avoids California law. It's a federal Indian reservation.
0: Well, there's a lot of things going on like that. You're absolutely right. Uh, it's, uh, I'm yeah.
2: concerned that uh, China is buying up all of the gold and silver mines around the world, and pretty soon they're going to own all the gold and silver.
1: It's a well, smart move.
0: The Chinese. Yeah, I, if
2: I had the dough, I'd be buying them too.
0: <laughs> according to uh, some local, quite well-informed realtors in in Chico, who are at the top of the heap. I mean, this one lady is uh, at the top in uh, in Century Twenty One. I won't mention any names, but she's uh, informed me. Other people have informed me that the housing industry right here that buying and selling being purchased by by chinese they're buying homes right here in our backyard wow we'll that,
2: just look up vancouver's uh, housing bubble and that's all chinese money
0: isn't that that's shocking i mean wow. what, are, what are we going to do we're being I bought out we're being hey, I,
2: I gotta run guys so yeah nice all right to talk okay, to okay. You.
0: thanks you too. harold thanks, you too, a, thanks lot. a lot harold talk to you right. soon take talk care soon. Bye. we'll be right back folks hang on don't touch that dial 104.5 here on the FM Dial KKXX.
1: What is your role in the fight against cancer? The answer could be as simple as driving your car. For many cancer patients, getting to and from treatment is one of their toughest challenges. The American Cancer Society needs volunteer drivers to help provide transportation for people in your community. Through the gift of a lift in your car, you can help patients take one more step in the road to recovery. Get in the driver's seat in the fight against cancer. To find out more, call your American Cancer Society at 1-800-227-2345 or visit cancer.org. My name is Meera Batra and this is How I Live United. Many families have come to America for a better life. I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to see opportunities available. We help them get involved with their kids, schools, and network within the community. My name is Meera Batra. I help families see opportunity and succeed. I don't just wear this shirt. I live it.
2: Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Rick McConnell with the Disciple Tip. The most overused phrase in our society is, I don't have time. The worst thing is, we really believe it. So how do you free up your time? Well, stop believing that you just don't have enough time. In most cases, we have just chosen to do too much. Go to God and ask Him what His priorities are for your life. He will answer, and you'll be surprised at how many things are on your plate that God never wanted there in the first place. A Disciple Tip. You are locked into live radio, KKXX, AM and FM.
0: Okay, folks, you heard the music. It's time for us to get back to reality show here. Business Buzz here in Northern California. The live talk show inviting local businesses, men and women, to promote their business on the radio. And, folks, if you, if you have a, a, a business and you would like to be on the air and uh, be interviewed here by me and moderated by me, I would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, call me at uh, 530-894-7325. My name is Douglas, and I am the moderator and the founder of this show, and I'm also the business consultant for this radio station, and you were just listening to Andrew Palmquest, who is the manager. He's been here for 11 years. He runs everything. He's got so many screens up in front of him, and he's moving all kinds of dials and all kinds of things, and uh, he, he's an amazing man. He, he can he can uh, he can build and do just about anything. I mean he's capable he wears three or four or five hats. and uh, I want to tell you personally, he's the father of he has six children, six children, and he's in his 30s. I just am amazed with the guy. He's a hard act for me to follow. but uh, we compliment each other. I hope he appreciates me and I really appreciate him. So back to the uh, business buzz. Uh, Like I said, if you want to call in, you have some comments or you were listening and you'd like to add to what we were saying or have comments, it's uh, 530-894-7325. I will pick up your call. We only have about 10 or 12 minutes left here. So give us a call at 530-894-7325 if you're listening and you have comments you want to make. Uh, I uh, wanted to bring up some things here. Uh, I'm going to mention some people that I do business with in Chico that I'm particularly impressed with, and uh, not just because they run ads with us, because some of these people I'm mentioning have never or may never run ads with us here. So I'm not trying to be political and strategic in uh, patting them on the back so they'll pat us on the back or, or pad our wallet or, or, or however. We're not the normal people who who uh, work wisely to see what we can get for what little we give. We want a lot in return. No, we're just trying to help the community people that are out there struggling. Some of them have so much business they can't handle it more, but, but they do excellent work, excellent work. Some people uh, come on the show like uh, Danielle Vogel uh, came on the show here a few days ago and uh, her and her right arm there, Dustin Smith, who's uh, a consultant at their web design company, they own DK Web Design. And uh, if you're out there listening, Danielle, uh, I'll uh, I'll appreciate any comments you have about this show. She's going to be back on this show, uh, let's see, on the 3rd, the day before the big 4th, the big firecracker day, we're going to have her on here with her team, and they're going to be informing us of uh, maybe some of the people they represent, they've done business for, business with, uh, she uh, she has been in business for 5 years and really knows her stuff puts out some amazing websites has really helped people to make it instead of break it so uh, if you uh, if you would like to talk to them i can give you their number really quickly it's 530-809-4989 that's 530-809-4989 dk web design They're local supporters of ours, and and we support them strongly. Here's one that doesn't, in fact, they keep my shirts clean and pressed. Best cleaners I've been to. I'm so impressed. It's called Third Generations Cleaners and Alterations. And uh, I don't know if Stu Depper or his wife, beautiful wife, Van Depper, is out there. She's the tailor of the group. He's the manager, and they are workaholics. They've got a good crew over there at Third Generations Cleaners and Alterations. And they are over on East Avenue, actually not far from, uh, they're in the big parking lot of Safeway. So if you, uh, if you want the best prices in town for the best work, that's the place to take your clothes, the cleaners, folks. Anyway, back to what I was going to get at, the words. Words are extremely important. Words have power. If words did not have power, in fact, it says in the Bible that the pow- there's power Of death and life in the tongue actually your words can create life your words can create death you you can kill someone's spirit or you can lift someone up and encourage them just by a kind word or you can hurt them or destroy them or tear them down with some vicious words or painful words especially filthy words you know I, I I've never I've lived several several decades I won't tell you how many decades, but I've lived plenty, and uh, I, I never would have believed that as many filthy words are coming out of the mouths of people in public these days as, as I hear, uh, not only on the radio of the rap, uh, which is filthy, should be illegal, should be banned, and they always crank it up as loud as they can, and they always have their windows down when they drive by, and it's like they're just uh, being defiant and defiance and filthy words, which I think it all ties together, uh, is out there. And people say, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, believe me, in my day, when I was younger, we didn't do that. If we did that, uh, bad things happened. There were serious, severe, immediate consequences. Uh, if you were in a grocery store or something and if somebody said a word like that, there would be a man step forward and get right in the face of that individual who, who was either a young kid or high school kid sometimes uh, because older people knew better than that. They knew there were going to be consequences. And I, I've been by the high schools in this town when school's out, and I've heard some pretty serious filth come out of the mouths of— so- in fact, I've confronted them before. We need to step up and let them know that uh, n- not just we don't appreciate that. That's, a, that's kind of a, a soft, mushy way to handle something. You, you need to deal with—you uh, need to treat force with force, if somebody's being that aggressive and that filthy and that uncaring, we need to step forth and stop it and tell them right to their face, that's enough of that. You know, stop them. Uh, don't, don't allow it to go on. Because if people sit back, say nothing, do nothing, of course it's going to be more and more and more rampant. And those of us that have a few years behind us uh, shouldn't sit by and tolerate things that are wrong. And I'm not just talking about bad language, but words. Words that are painful, hurting words. When we see somebody being thrashed on in public, uh, we, sh- we should say, hey, go home with that. Take that home. It doesn't belong out here where we have to tolerate that, where we have to put up with it. And uh, I think men are at fault here. And I've never seen... T- this is. I'm going to say some controversial, touchy things that might step on some toes. I hope it does. One of the things is I've never seen as many young men and... Uh, particularly, especially like in the 30s and under, uh, men sitting, I guess you could call them men, I call them little girly men, sitting in the right side with their hands in their lap, and there's some gal driving. It's probably her car. They might be living at her place, and she's got the job. I mean, this whole thing, I I wonder where in the world this is coming from. You know, why is this growing more and more and more? Uh, I remember... I remember when it wasn't like that. I remember the man took the responsibility of being the man, being in charge, and and you don't dare be in charge today because it's not popular. I mean, you have to... I I think it's because the men, as a general rule, are becoming weaker and weaker and caving in and giving in, and and they're putting more of the workload on the woman. The woman has a responsibility. She's the one that's... uh, driving the car she's the one that has the job she's the one that's calling the shots and it just it just isn't and I'm speaking for a lot of people out there that feel like I do but unfortunately they will not speak up that's the one advantage of having the radio station we can air not just my convictions not just my feelings but I'm just basically stating what's going on and if people can't handle that if people want to keep their eyes shut or their head in the ground like the ostrich and not confront it, or say oh well You know, I'll just tell you, it's none of my business. It's all of our business because we have children, we have grandchildren. Do you really want to set aside and let the values and the morals and the family values, especially family values and how children are going to raise their children and how their children are going to raise their children, do you want to see it deteriorate and go away? Uh, Things aren't evolving, folks. They're not getting better. Things are devolving. It's like the second law of thermodynamics. If any of you are educated out there at all, that, that rule proves that evolution doesn't work. Things don't get better. Things get worse unless you step in and do something about it. And uh, you, you don't need to set aside and wait for the police to do something about it or wait for the military to do something about it or wait for the school teachers to do something about it. We need to, as citizens who have family values, while there are some out there, and morals while there's still some of those out there, Take a stand for what's right. Have some conviction. Uh, Don't just have opinions. Seems like everybody these days has opinions, you know. We don't need more opinions. We need more convictions. We need more people to take a stand about what's right. Because if it starts with the family and it does, it's all about family, folks. It's all about right relationships at home. It begins at home. And it's been a long time maybe since you heard that, but that's where it begins. Don't blame the school teachers about your children that are unruly. Don't blame somebody else for what's going on in your home. Take a stand in your home about what's right, whether it's the dress code, because you complain about this, you complain about that, you complain about the rampant birth control of teenagers. Well, you know, it starts with morality. And In fact, I'm very impressed with uh, a young man named Dustin Smith. He told me he took a vow of... uh, Uh, I forget what the word was, but it was a vow of chastity. That's what he said, to be upright and faithful morally and sexually, to wait for the one that that was to be his wife so that she and he could share something that was very, very precious. And that's uh, when they get married, to to be the first. She's his first and he's her first. And so when they have children, they have something to go into in a marriage Uh, They've been married a while now they have no children yet, but when they do they can feel like wow You know we were strong in our morals. We want to teach that to our children. That's what I'm talking about folks I'm talking about morality. I know it's tempting out there with the way the world is There's so much on the internet to pull young men away with all the pornography and with all the things there are available out there It's really we're living in an age which has never been in the history of man to to pull young men aside this direction or that direction with the drugs, with the porn, with on and on and on and with the dress code, there is no dress code basically it's just everybody dresses how they want and undresses how they want and uh, it's a strong pull on young men and so there need to be men out there that take a stand to teach the other young men what is right and what is wrong and I know we, we have a boy that's 16 in our home and we work with him and it is work, but he's a very upright young man, but but little things you'd think he should understand. Sometimes we have talks and we always have really good talks. They're they're not negative, they're very positive, very reinforcing of what's right. And you know, it's amazing, but they need that. They don't need to just be turned out loose in the world. Words are important, be an encourager, Be be a help to those who will accept your help. Not everybody will. But there's those who will, and there are many programs in this town I'm thankful for that do support the youth, that do support the, uh, the the, uh, the kids that don't have the support in the home that they need, and anybody out there that knows of anyone that's in need of help, we offer that here at this station. We have referrals, and we will refer you to someone who will help your child in whatever area it is, whether it's schoolwork, whether it's morals, whether it's home life, whatever it is, if you're a single parent and you're having struggles, you can call this number, and I'll see to it that somebody will put you in touch with the right person to assist in that. And I'm talking free, no cost, absolutely free. It's 530-894-7325, folks. 530-894-7325. I didn't need to talk about negativity, but I'm just trying to talk about reality. Reality is there are needs, Reality is there are people out there that will that will uh, reach out and help. And sometimes they're not under a necessary a, a program. So enough said. Give us a call if you know of anyone that would uh, fall under that category. It's time that uh, we put a close to the station. We have uh, music coming up here in a second or two. I see I, I didn't have any lights light up, so maybe it's the time for siestas this afternoon. (laughs) With all this heat, I'm sure a lot of you are struggling with uh, staying awake this time of the afternoon. The heat pretty much has a lot of people drained. It's Friday afternoon. So, I will close it off for now. Be here Monday. We'll talk about CBNA, Chico Business Network Association. And uh, there's there's plenty to talk about about uh, the the CBNA that I formed two and a half years ago. Looking for members to join. We have a strong group. Meets at the 1130 to 1 at Cozy Diner in the back room. We'll talk Monday. Business Buzz here with Douglas Broughton. Take care. Have a great weekend.
1: KXx Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. With home mortgage rates still near historic lows, now is a great time to buy or refinance. Michael Humes is your one-stop mortgage lender. Michael Humes and his knowledgeable staff are well-versed in a wide variety of loan types, including FHA, Fannie Mae, USDA, HomePath, and HARP. For a free evaluation of your mortgage needs, call him 530 624 7942. That's 530 624 7942.
2: Be sure to listen to Michael's Mortgage Market Update every Wednesday at 2.30 on Your Home Today.
1: This is Michael Humes, Mortgage Specialist at Network Mortgage, located at 155 East 3rd Avenue, NMLS License 230273, BRE License 125 Employed by Network Mortgage, BRE License 184 NMLS License
2: 358237, Equal Housing Opportunity.